What's up, everybody? Welcome to the LC Gaming Podcast. Thank you for joining me. My name is LC, and I am your host. Weekly podcast that I do for you is dedicated to gaming news, Twitch news, and Twitch streamers. Today is the fifth episode of this podcast, and if you have not heard me yet, let me take a little time to explain what I do here. First of all, I take the time to go over a few of the headlines that have happened over the last seven days and discuss my thoughts with you about uh, what's going to happen in the future with whatever I read to you and how it can affect the gaming community. Second, as the podcast grows and moves along, I'm going to be having regular guests on the show. And I've got my first one lined up, and I cannot wait to share this person with you. They're such a, such, such a good person, and I want everybody to know who this person is and what they're all about. Last but not least, as time rolls and moves along and we get closer to E3 and the convention season, we'll go into detail about rumors and events for those conventions. And E3 is getting closer. We're a little over a month before E3, and we've got some stuff that's starting to pop up here and there, but nothing major yet. At the end of every show, I'll give my email address out to you, that tasty listener, so you can ask me questions and give me your thoughts on things that I've covered over the past few weeks. If you want my opinion on something, I'll give it to you. If you have questions for me, I'll answer them for you. What we're going to do today is we're going to talk about an issue, a serious issue, that's arised in an esports team over the last couple weeks. We've got a a game leak, and we're going to talk about Call of Duty World War II. I cannot cannot wait. So let's get into this. The the first thing is a serious thing. I want to get into this so as we move into the deeper into the podcast we can kind of pick things up and and end on a happy note. Um not too long ago, in the last couple weeks, an issue has arised in the esports world. And and it's a serious issue. Toronto esports member Matt Delore Vaughn has been fired from the team. Uh, for breach of contract. During a stream of an Overwatch competitive game that they were playing, Matt got upset and decided that he was going to try to get a member of the opposite team just as upset as he was, and he started yelling racial slurs. Well, he yelled one racial slur for a constant 26 seconds. I'm not going to play any of the audio. I'm not even going to say what he said. It's available on YouTube and most of the news websites. So if you want to see what he said or hear what he said, go find it. Uh, We're not going to get into the the words that he used. But Toronto Esports President Ryan Pallett released a statement in regards to the outburst that that Matt Delore had, had put out. And so this is what he had to say. Toronto Esports has today announced the release of Matt Delore Vaughn from the organization citing breach of contract. The circumstances of dismissal relate to an incident where Delore used an abusive and discriminatory racial language while streaming. Toronto Esports is an organization built on inclusivity, and we have always had a zero-tolerance policy for any forms of discrimination. Immediately upon learning of this incident, the player was interviewed admitted to the offense, and was notified that his contract with the organization was being terminated. Now, Matt has also released a statement in regards to his dismissal. He apologizes in in his statement, so we're going to, let's go into what he said. Quote, unquote, I fucked up and deserve to be dropped from Toronto Esports, and I will not try to argue or make an excuse because I don't have any. 
I just want people to know what happened. I was having a really bad day, didn't get much sleep, Twitch wouldn't work for two hours after I woke up, and once it finally did, it was lagging. So I was pretty upset from the moment I woke up. Then I got into a game against a Widowmaker who was blatantly cheating. Everything was, you know, whatever, I've dealt with cheaters before, but when him and his entire team and my entire team start talking shit, it got to me. I snapped. This isn't the first time this has happened. I have anger issues. The only thing I can say is that despite me using that word, I am not a racist. I was extremely upset and I was trying to make the person I was angry with just as upset as well. And so I used the most offensive thing that came to mind. I fucked up. I have no excuse. Toronto Esports is a great organization. I am sorry to them for tarnishing their name. I've put my entire life into gaming and esports, and this has been a massive wake-up call. End quote. So it's obvious that that Matt Delore Vaughn is going to have a hard time getting back in good graces of the public, but I'm pretty sure his esports career is done. I don't think there's really a whole lot that he can do to get back into that side of it. My opinion of this is that everybody gets upset. Everybody deals with anger differently. Everybody, you know, lashes out or holds it in or whatever in their own way. But his his story, his issue about Twitch not working for two hours and his internet lagging. I, dude, first world problems, man. So what? Everybody has issues like that from time to time. I get that you have anger problems and and mad respect for you accepting that, but get some help. Get some help. There are people out there that can help you and overcome those anger issues. It's not easy, but they're out there. And your internet not working and Twitch not working and somebody cheating in a game is a bullshit line as far as I'm concerned. I rage at games from time to time, but, you know, not to the level that you did, it's bullshit. So do what you gotta do, man, to fix the issue. The gaming community will support you as long as you want to support yourself, and, you know, you gave it your all, and and you admitted that you messed up, and that's the first step, dude. Proud of you. Mad respect, but get it fixed. Get it fixed. So that's that's our low end of the day. Let's let's kind of move up and pick up. Um, me personally, as far as as a gamer goes, I hate seeing leaks. I hate seeing gaming leaks. I think it's ridiculous. People that work for these companies that release this information ought to be fired. And they sign a contract that they're not going to say anything. Every every developer does it. It's just, it's stupid, because they want to get the word out there. But anyway, moving into that, Injustice 2, somebody at Injustice 2 has leaked the achievement list for the game. And on that achievement list, you see a couple of achievements called Why Aren't You Laughing? and I Love You, I Hate You. Getting into the achievements, the Why Aren't You Laughing achievement challenges players to play as Joker. And defeat Batman on his final hit using the move Not So Funny Is It. And the other achievement, I Love You, I Hate You, is where Harley must defeat the Joker. Now, the leak is not big because of the achievement list. It's big because it reveals that Joker is a character to play as. 
in the first Injustice game, Joker dies. But, you know, it's not outside of the realm of comic book characters to bring back somebody who died of some reason for whatever. It's not it's not outside the realm of anything. Comic book characters can always come back. Looking at the pictures that were released with it, the Joker in Injustice 2 looks nothing like the Joker from Injustice 1. So either it's going to be a parallel universe Joker, or it's going to be another person taking over the helm of the name of Joker. We'll see, because I mean, the pictures that leaked, uh, it was in French. It had a French caption to it for Lead Joker. It looked completely different. Didn't even look the same, so uh, we'll see. But so far, um, as far as characters go, we've got Aquaman, Atrocitus, Bane, Batman, Black Adam, Black Canary, Blue Beetle, Brainiac, Captain Cold, Catwoman, Cheetah, Cyborg, Darkseid, Deadshot, Dr. Fate, who I'm excited for, Firestorm, Flash, Gorilla Grodd, another one I'm excited for, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Robin, Scarecrow, who looks so badass. I just, I cannot wait to play as Scarecrow because he just looks so awesome. You got Supergirl, Superman, Swamp Thing, and Wonder Woman to close out who's been revealed so far. You've still got 12 more characters left to reveal. And I can't wait to see who they've got because there's, you know, there's also going to be some DLC players like that too. But some of the DLCs that you, that they've already kind of shown is that you're going to be Jon Stewart in Green Lantern. Uh, you can be Power Girl for a skin for Supergirl and Reverse Flash uh, skin for Flash. So that'll be awesome. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait. Injustice 2 releases May 16th. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Can't wait for it to get here. Super, super excited. The last thing we're going to talk about today, on the 26th, which was Wednesday, Call of Duty World War II was revealed to the world. A lot of mixed reviews from what I've seen so far in the last 48 hours. Some of it, you know, people being upset that they're leaving the future, uh, which isn't really that many people because Call of Duty Infinite Warfare did not meet expectations. Part of the crappy reviews are that they're expecting it to be a reskin um, because they're using the same possible battles as they have before. You know, you've got Normandy, which has been used a million times over multiple different uh, video games and you know, people are, are excited to go back to World War II, but are already sick of using the same battles as they've been used in the past. There's plenty of other battles that you can use, you know, so we'll see, we'll see where they go from there. The game's going to launch on November 3rd, and there'll be a pre-order beta ahead of the release, but there has been no confirmation as far as the date for the beta, but they have said that PlayStation users will get access to the beta first. You know, they've been Sony exclusive for their DLCs and stuff for the last couple years, but the campaign, from what we're understanding, it's supposed to follow the U.S. 1st Infantry Division as they fight their way through a European set of battles. Uh, you're going to have the D-Day Invasion of Normandy and the Battle of the Bulge. Although you you're going to primarily play it as a young private named uh, Red Daniels. There's also going to be missions that will cast you as 
women fighting in the French resistance. So that's going to be pretty neat. It's going to be different. You don't get a whole lot of female lead characters in games anymore, especially war games. So I can't wait to see which direction that's going to. The multiplayer, we still don't know a lot about it. The reveal for multiplayer is going to come at E3. And it's going to be playable on the show floor. I mean, we've got a couple pieces of information. They're going to have a new edition called Headquarters. It's a place to socialize and recognize awards. We don't know what the awards are going to be, but it kind of just sounds like it's going to be your area that you're going to be in when you're not in the multiplayer lobbies. And then you have a new war mode that is going to be objective-based, and it's going to be Axis versus Allies, and it will let you choose class-like divisions, like infantry and armored divisions, And to be honest with you, it sounds like they're trying to uh, take pieces of what makes Battlefield great and pull them into Call of Duty. We will see how it works. I kind of foresee another failure in the future for Call of Duty, but that's just me. We'll see what happens, but I think they, they this last year with Infinite Warfare failing to meet expectations and Battlefield for the first time outselling Call of Duty, I think it got to Activision, uh, Treyarch. I think it got to them. So we'll see. They haven't said a whole lot about the co-op, but they did say that most of your co-op is going to be zombies. So we'll see. And, and zombies has always been a good basis for Call of Duty. Hell, I know a lot of players that play Call of Duty specifically for the zombies, and they don't give a crap about multiplayer or the campaign. So... The pre-order for the limited edition, or the what they're calling the pro edition, you're going to get the game, you're going to get a steel book that comes with it, and the season pass, and then all pre-orders get access to the private beta. So your base edition starts at 59 your digital deluxe starts at 100 and then your pro edition that we just talked about starts at $100, uh, $100 but it, I'm guessing it'll probably be 109 or 119 any of your pre-orders that is set up at GameStop, if you go to GameStop to get any of your pre-orders, you get a hat. You get a, a limited edition hat. So if you're into hats and you want to wear a hat that's Call of Duty World War II, go pre-order at GameStop and get your hat. We'll see how this works out. Not a whole lot of information yet to really put out a, a big opinion, but I kind of have a feeling that it's going to be another... I can't say failure because it's not going up against any other war games this year when it releases. It could be a success just based on lack of competition. Which is fine. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's good marketing as far as I'm concerned. But I really want to see more as to what they're involving in the gameplay for Call of Duty. Because my... uh, In my opinion, I'm personally fucking sick of wall running and jetpacks. I'm tired of it. Stupid. It was stupid when they did it to start with. I have not played a Call of Duty game. Black Ops 3 was the last one I played, and I played it for a week, and I took it back. It was junk. Uh, Black Ops 2 was the last one I really enjoyed, and Ghosts ruined it for me. You know, Advanced Warfare ruined it for me. So we're, we're getting into, and I know a lot of people that have the same opinions I do. And there's some out there that probably disagree with me, and that's fine. But Call of Duty, 
lately has not been playing into what the players want for the most part. They haven't been listening to the masses. They've been thinking that we will put out a Call of Duty game and it will get played. And I think they realize that that's not the case with their last title. So, alright, that's going to wrap it up for me today as far as the news goes. I still have to give out my email address, which is lcgamingpodcast at gmail.com. That's the lcgamingpodcast at gmail.com. Please, please send me questions. Send me opinions. Send me things that you want me to cover at the next podcast. I want to hear your input. Secondly, as I've said before, I am doing a fundraiser for Gamers Outreach. And this this charity builds go-karts, which are little kiosks that have uh, gaming consoles and TVs that get rolled around to children who can't leave their bedside and they're stuck in their rooms and they can't go wander around in the hospital and it kind of gives them something to take their minds off of why they're there. So, you know, I'm, I'm raising $3,500 to get one built for a hospital in my area. None of my hospitals have one and I'd like to give the kids in my area uh, something to do. So if you could go to the link in the description of the podcast, there's a link there for gamersoutreach.org and it will take you directly to my campaign for raising the money for the kids and it will show you a small video and it will show you a link to other information you don't have to donate blindly right off the bat you can read about and watch about what you're donating to i would appreciate it if i could get some money raised for these kids and and get them some entertainment but that is going to do it for me today. I appreciate you listening in. Please spread the word to all your friends about the LC Gaming Podcast. You can find me on SoundCloud. You can find me on Google Play. You can find me on iTunes. I'm there every Friday. And I hope to see you guys next week. Take care. Have a good weekend.